0: life is all about Jesus and if Jesus is out of the picture of your life then you have been wasting your life all along you can't do without this Jesus you need him when things are difficult you need him when things are okay Whenever you want to grow to a point that you think you no longer need God, you no longer need the church, you have to understand that you are on a heavy attack of the enemy. The enemy wants to shift you from something that has been keeping you all along, so that he can kill you by himself. It's a culture to be upstanding and to read God's word together. In Gospel 16 from verse 19 to 25, there was a certain rich man which was clothed with purple, and fine linen in the days of old purple was regarded as a color for the rich purple was regarded as a color of the rich now beggars wear purple this man was so proud that he was the only one in this community who could afford a cloth that has a purple color can you see that sometimes some people who are proud of using jeep you need to see when people are using jeep to put cassava stain to go to the market there's nothing in this world to be glory about Nothing. Tell somebody there's nothing to be glory about. See, if God really wants to break your ego, you see your pride stems When God wants to break your ego, they clothes you bought for an important event. You see, somebody is using the t- clue to, <laughs> to roll <road> truck. <laughs> My friend came back from an occasion one day I said I'm not wearing this. I said, what's the answer? He said I saw a truck pusher wearing the clothes. I said, Charlie cool down. There's nothing in this life to be. You don't need to glory over Let your glory, let your pride be in Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? Alright, so he wore purple and fine linen. And he was feared by everybody. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus. Somebody say Lazarus. Which laid as his gate full of sores and desiring. He didn't eat from the tables under the table of the man. He only desired to eat from the crumbs that falls from the man's table. And moreover, the dog came and licked his clothes while he was there desiring, he was there lifting up his nose and uh, inhaling the sweet savour coming from the man's kitchen. And all of a sudden, he never knew the dog was around. And the dog started licking his legs. And it came to pass that nobody knew what made Lazarus die, but he died. And was carried by the angels. It's better to be carried by the angels than to be carried by the demons. He was carried by the angels to the Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died because everybody has to die which man also died and was buried and in hell he lifted up his eyes being in torment and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom and he cried and said Father Abraham have mercy on me and Abraham said what do you want me to do and he said send Lazarus because he thought Lazarus was still a slave he said send Lazarus that he may dip his tip of his finger and cool my tongue for I am tormented in flames but Abraham said son remember that thou You can still be called son, but you're not going anywhere with Charlie. So Abraham told him, son, Father, may I not be called son on earth, and not go anywhere. So Abraham said to him, son, remember that thou thou in thy lifetime received any good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. John chapter 15, verse 5. John 15, verse 5. I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abided in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Tell somebody, without God, you can do nothing. I'm told somebody stayed back from church the other day in order for him to make up a good grade in school. But what he didn't know was, without God, I don't know if you're standing close to somebody, tell somebody you look good, tell somebody you look strong. Tell somebody you are intelligent, but let me shock you. Without God, you can do nothing. All right, be seated. Today I'll be preaching to you on what I call I need some water. You cannot process food without water. Water is very essential in processing of food. And you cannot even ignore water because... Apart from the fact that water is used for eating, even as water is used for eating, which means water is used when you're eating food. When you study biology, you will also be told that water is also food. And it's even called a class of food. So he it has his class. It's very, very important. And the rule of water didn't start from when you start eating. The rule of water started very, very far back to when The planting was done. And so in all the procedures of food, having a food to eat, you can find water in everything. And so you cannot ignore water in any of the series of the thing. If you ignore water, you find out that there is going to be a very big problem. And before a seed is even introduced to the ground, the ground must have water. The ground must have water. The ground must be soft enough. There are some grounds that cannot grow anything. If you go to the north, you find some places that they can't really grow things because of how hard the ground is. And the reason for the hardness of the ground is just the absence of water. And so the moment we don't have water in the ground, we see that things no longer can work. So there must be water in the ground for the seed to even be introduced. And before a seed is even planted, you I have some agriculture students here. Some of the seeds are soaked in water And apart from the seed being soaked in water, when we even plant it, one of the things we are expected to do is that we have to start watering it. And by the time we water it, when it's also growing, we also need to put some water on the ground also. Apart from that, you have to understand that water is what works on the fruits from when it was a seed until when it becomes a food. It's always a process of water. goes from when it was a seed till when it becomes a food you cannot do without water if you want to get into planting or you want to get any food done so after the harvesting you get into the cooking of the meal the cooking of the meal i don't know how many of you have enough things to cook a meal but just because there's no water you cannot do anything has it happened to somebody like that so you discover that water is so much needed in the cooking of the meal can you actually do anything without water from the washing of the food, to the washing of the things you want to use, to the food itself, you can't do it without water. You need water so much. And even when you're eating, you still need water, because it's called one of the classes of food. And apart from you eating and drinking the water, when you no longer can see the food, the water works on the food by digesting the food. I need you to understand how important water is, that you can not even go through the food processing system without using water in any of the cycle. You discover that the moment you finish, the water starts digesting the food, it is also water in the body that circulates the food to every part of the body, circulates the nutrients to every part of the body. At that point, it's no longer called food anymore. It's now called nutrient. It's divided into two. I need to pay attention because I'm going to drag it into spiritual very soon. It is divided into the nutrients and the waste. The nutrient is what the body needs and the waste is what the toilet needs. So in all the process of the nutrients going around the body as a nutrient, it's still water that is working. And that's why science tells you to drink too much of water. If you take too much of carbohydrate, there is an effect. If you take too much of protein, there is an effect. But if you take too much of water, you drink water in the morning, drink water in the night, drink water in the evening, there's no much effect. In fact, it's even good. Because the water is not just food, but it's medicinal. And you discover that apart from driving the nutrients to every part of the body, uh, it's also water that helps the waste to come out. And when the waste gets into the toilet, it's still water that you need to flush it until you can no longer see it. So, Pastor, what are we talking about today? What we are talking about is that the whole life cycle of a man, you need water. What do we mean by water? When you read John, you, you see Jesus explaining himself as the living water, which means... You can do anything without Moses, you can do without Abraham, you can do without the angels, you can do without anything you can never think of, you can even do without Mohammed, you can do without Buddha, but you can't take any step of your life without me, I am everything that you ever need. So Jesus saw the woman and he talked to the woman. He said to the woman, I am the living water. I am someone that if you drink me once, you don't get thirsty again. There's no point trying to please people, coming to the same world to fetch something and you use it up and come back again. If you have me, I have a way of satisfying you anytime you need me. So Jesus calls himself the living water living water in one of the places in Luke gospel after the crusade was over and the people weren't preaching what should be preached in the church and the crusade was over and people weren't touched people weren't changed and jesus looked at them spiritually and saw that they were thirsty and when he looked at them and saw that they were thirsty though they came to church But they go back tested. They don't have the word of God in them. They have not been transformed. They are not changed. They just come to church. They dance to the beats of the church. They dance to the beats and the rhythm of the songs. But their life is not transformed. Jesus went to the upstairs of the house and called on anyone who is thirsty to come back and drink of the living water that will make him not to test again. So Jesus becomes water. And why he uses water was because of the significance of water in food processing okay so when you discover that Jesus is actually that important you check how far food can walk the procession of food can be and how relevant water can be in the processions of the food and that's how you understand how Jesus is so effective in every part of your life and so let's go back to our cycle again the cycle becomes that there must be water in the ground before the seed is introduced and so the ground is just the earth the ground is the earth and now you are the seed, you are the seed, and the ground is the earth. And God said, before you even come to the world, I needed to be around to make the world comfortable for you. And because if Jesus wasn't there, if Jesus wasn't there taking care of the war, if Jesus wasn't holding Nigeria before you come, maybe your mother would have lost you when there was war. Imagine if somebody is carrying a baby. During war and there is no food anywhere. Somebody has to run from here to here in order for safety. And people are hiding in the bush. I'm told that when it was the time for war, people used to eat lizard. And the stone lizard Lizard becomes one of the precious meats because you can't even buy it. But you look for it and stone it and try to eat it. People drink their urine because they can't even get to where the stream is. Jesus said, you can't even come into the world without me. So that is why before creation was even made, before everything was even done, you find that even when the world was in chaos states, even when nothing was balanced, even when everything was dark, you still find in Genesis that the spirit of the Lord was over the waters. Before God could even say, let there be light, there was something that still holds the foundation of the earth. And so God said, before your mother formed you, I was still around. I have always been around. I was that thing that made the world to be what it was before you came. And so now we become the seed. And the second part is that some of the seed have to be watered or soaked in water before it comes to to germination. So what happens is that most of us don't even understand that we were soaked in Christ before we came. Pastor, what do you mean by being soaked in Christ? What I mean is that some of us have to understand that some of us, I don't know how many people I'm talking to, but I know I'm connected to about 12 people in this room, that you came from a woman who they said was going to be barren. When the devil challenged a woman and said you're going to be barren, and it was through the process of prayers that Jesus intervened and made a barren woman to give birth to you. And you have to understand that as long as you live, you have to be a testimony to the person who made it possible for you to come to this wall? But sometimes you see the devil fighting that family. That a child who was being prayed for, for the child to come into the world, is the same child that doesn't want to go to church. It's the same child that doesn't want to see god it's the same child that wants to prefer anything on sunday morning but god It's the same child that if you tell him to come to the church he tells you he doesn't like spending time in church but he, he can spend time watching football he can spend time doing every other thing but the very same source that brought him into existence he doesn't want to spend time with him and so the process of our being fatal and being able to jam in, it was Jesus. It was Jesus all the way. If not for Jesus, your mother would have aborted you. If not for Jesus, the mother would have had a miscarriage. If not for Jesus, the stress and everything would have killed you when you were in secondary school. If not for Jesus, you wouldn't have even entered into the university. It was Jesus that made you collect food from people who don't like your parents, and yet they forgot to poison you. How I wish I can talk to 12 people in this world who said it was Jesus that protected me when I. all must fall into fire it was jesus all the way we seated for a few minutes it was water that made the seed to be able to germinate because without me that's what jesus is saying i need you to consider jesus as water without me you can do nothing if i had left you to be stranded there you wouldn't have even been alive so why do you grow up now and ignore me People have grown up and ignore God. They don't want to listen to the voice of God's word. When they hear God being preached on television, they tune another channel because they want to avoid God. If they hear God on the radio, they go to another channel that is not talking about God. If they screw their phone and uh, a message is is just playing on reshuffle, and it gets the message, they skip it because they want to avoid God and sometimes stay back from church because they don't even want to listen to God. And God said, where will you run to and leave my presence? I am all. That you need, you can't even do anything without me, and so he is the water that we need. And uh, before a seed is brought forth, some of the seeds have to be soaked with water because the devil knew how great you were going to be. And he didn't even start fighting you when you were in university, he didn't even fight you when you were in secondary school. The fight didn't begin when you were in primary school, he fought you from the womb. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here that your mother went through so much. To be able to raise it because the devil spotted out that he's bringing forth a light. So he started fighting from the womb. And most times it's not just because of anything. It's just because Jesus was introduced to the seed. In order for the seed to stay. If not, the seed would have been aborted. Miscarriage would have taken the seed just like it took other seeds. And uh, T.D. was talking in an interview. And he said he is a child that was born in the middle of two dead children. The one that was born before him was dead. And he was born and the one that was born after him was dead and so he now said he knew that the devil was killing everybody because the devil knew that there was a seed that is coming out of the mother that is going to be so great as to do exploits so since the devil couldn't know which one it was how i wish i can take you back to Matthew yeah when the devil did not know who jesus was he thought the wise men were going to come back to tell him who jesus was to tell him the room where he is to tell him the description of jesus so that when they go they will just kill him at once since they didn't know who it was they wanted to cause an act into the whole vehicle because they knew somebody in the vehicle he's anointed of god i don't know when i'm talking to somebody here that the devil almost wanted to crash the whole house but didn't even know that there's somebody that god said touch not my anointed and do my prophets know harm when the devil knows that the womb of your mother is bringing for something very great he wants to kill every child that comes out but thank god for the presence of god that covered you when the devil was fighting war until you could survive storm be seated i have some few things to say before i get you to pray this morning this is one of the things that the devil did the devil doesn't even understand that some of the seeds have to be watered and when they are watered they have a tendency of growing And apart from the watching of the seed, when the seed is being planted, that is, the planting of the seed is actually when the child is in the womb. When the seed is being planted, some of us survive with prayer. Some of us, from the time that the mother took us in, your mother decided to be closer to God. The pastor has to be praying for it. Jesus had to be involved in order for you to come forth. And the germination process becomes your achievement in life. The germination process becomes your achievements in life. And now you start achieving a lot of things. You start having some certain things. But I think I've been telling you often and often, and I will keep telling you that one of the greatest distractions we have as children of God is our achievements. And there are a lot of people that were faithful to God when they had nothing. They were always with God. They were faithful to their wives when they had nothing. And the moment God exposes them and now made them to become wealthy and they now have something, they started compromising. We've had a lot of people who were faithful to God when they had no admission. When they were not admitted into the university, they were so faithful. They did everything that God wants them to do. They were faithful in church. They were a role model to others. But the moment God answered their prayers and they started having some achievements, they started shifting from the principles of God. And why they shift from God is that because they think since they have now had fruits that they no longer need food. And they no longer need God because they can now have the things that they need for themselves. They now have a company that can give them food. They can now have a job that provides for them. So whether they pray or they don't pray, they are going to pay their salaries. And God said, where do you think you will ever grow to and not need me again in your life? And what we don't even understand is that seeds grow up to become food. Uh, So seed grows up to become food. And God said, in the processes of seed growing up to become food, you need me. You need me to be there. You need me to be there in your processes of life. If you want to grow from one stage that you add to another stage, you still need me. You need me to intervene for you. You need me to open doors for you. You need me to link you up to where you are going to. You need me to order your steps to where you are going to. You don't need to outgrow me. I posted something on Facebook a few days ago, which was very, very enticing, and I need to share it with you. I posted something very critical, and that was, uh, when the devil tells you that you have grown up, and the devil tells you that you are now a big boy, you are now on your own, and you have outgrown the punishments of your mother, your mother doesn't slap you again, your father doesn't beat you up again, you are no longer threatened again, you have all the things, you're now staying on your own, and when the devil starts to minister that to you and tell you you can do anything you like to do now because you're not under anybody, I need you to always remind the devil, I've not overgrown God's punishment. Though I have overgrown my parents' punishment, though I've overgrown living with somebody, but I've not overgrown God's punishment. I'm still living with God. How I wish I can talk to somebody. Though I'm not living with my parents anymore, but I'm still living with God. Know ye not that my body it's the temple of the lord and the spirit of the lord dwells in here so it is not just me alone living in this body we are two that are living here and i have to do something that can please the source of my survivor and so the seed changes to food and now it becomes food and when it is gotten it needs washing which means you can't even have anything without praying for it you can't even have anything without the hands of God you can't even have admission without the hands of God God must be involved in all the processes of your upliftment some people are very very foolish they run away from God when they have some blessings and uh, go back to God when they have nothing left you have to make God to be involved in your marriage you have to make God to be involved in the things that you do in raising money you need to make God to be involved. You need God to be involved in your school, else you just get a degree and don't have God in it. And when you have a degree and there's not God in the degree, you can lose everything. I've seen people who just graduate from the university and had an accident and they are dead. I've seen people after their youth service, they are gone. You have to understand that Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Whenever you want to grow to a point that you think you no longer need God, you no longer need the church, you have to understand that you are on an Every attack of the enemy, the enemy wants to shift you from something that has been keeping you all along so that he can kill you by himself. You need to understand that all my achievements is attributed to God. And for me to continue to achieve the things that I have always been achieving, I need to be more closer to God no matter how rich I become in life. And so in the processes of the food, you discover that the food now turns into the food. And in the process of the cooking of the food, when your life starts making meaning, that is what the cooking means now. When your life starts making meaning, you need Jesus in order for your life to make meaning. Else you can be famous and you are not pleasing God. You can be famous and you're famous to the devil. You can be famous and you're bringing people to the kingdom of darkness and your life doesn't have a meaning because there's no Christ in your life. I needed to think about some people who are musicians, secular musicians. Who don't please God? Who all the sing about is women and sing about sex and sing about their famous good, But that's not all what life is all about. Life is all about Jesus. And if Jesus is out of the picture of your life, then you have been wasting your life all along. You can't do without this Jesus. You need him when things are difficult. You need him when things are okay. You need him when you are sick. So that's why you don't need to stay back from church when you are sick. You need him when you are sick and you need him when you are healthy. You need him when you have a job and when you don't have a job. Where can I run away from the presence of God? How can I run away from the presence of God? Where will I go to and not find his presence? How will I ever grow to and not need this Jesus? How wealthy will I ever be without this Jesus? You need Jesus in every sector of your life. Some people needed Jesus when they were young. And now when they have money, they now need a secret cause to protect them from getting into the problems or from the devil killing them. Where was the secret cause when you were nobody and the devil wanted to kill you? You cannot outgrow God's protection. You can be too big that God can no longer protect you. It's only chicken that becomes too big that the feather of the mother cannot cover it again. But no matter how big you are, you are still the child of God. How, how I wish I can talk to somebody? There's one title I don't want to lose in my life. There's just one title I don't want to lose. And that title is a child of God. No matter how old I am, I still want to be a child of the living God. I still want to be a child of God. And so whenever you want to do something, you have to consider how will my parents feel about it. The number one parent now is God. How will God feel about what I'm going to do now? How will God look at me in this situation? This decision I'm about to make now, how is God going to see me? Will he see me as a failed child or a child that has brought him some blessings? And so now, in the procedures of the food, and the food is made, they are now preparing the food, you need water in it, and now, you are now taking the food, that is eating the fruits of your labor, when you are now eating the food, you need water to make the food to pass it from the mouth, because I've seen people who just want to eat the fruits of their labor, and the first car they bought becomes the first car that kills them. I've seen people who rush to get a job, and the job they had, and somebody was talking to me about somebody who works in a place where there are so much machines, and... If you're walking in that place you are asked to wear nothing you're just asked to wear nothing you you have to wear something that can make you run away if the machine holds you. You don't have to wear clothes that are big, who doesn't tie it to because it can enter into the machine. And as the machine is turning, it drags you into the machine and the machine grants you. So the guy was just in the place and he finished walking at about five o'clock. And he remembered that he left his key inside the room that they walk. And he, after he had worn his coverall and there was a rope on his coverall, he had buttoned his coverall. And you know how coverall is that you have to put on your legs and zip up this place. And Down, he entered into the place and picked the key, and as he was about leaving the tail of his clothes, the rope on his clothes fly into the machine and the machine dragged him and uh, he couldn't remove the clothes and the machine dragged him and grabbed him until he become nothing. It grants the bone, grants the head, grants everything. We need Jesus in every sector of our life, even in our progress. I don't want you to be too sure of anything that you fail to pray. I don't want you to be too sure of the husband and fail to pray. I don't want you to be too sure of the wife and fail to pray, no matter how good and authentic the thing looks like, always need to commit it into the hands of God, because I've seen that there are some good ideas that are not good ideas. There are some open doors that doesn't lead people outside; it leads people to somewhere else. And so, in the process of eating the food. It becomes comes a process where I'm now eating the things of my labor. You don't need to say, like that foolish man who said, and now my soul can relax. Now my soul can eat and rejoice. Now you have laid up treasures for yourself. You don't even need any pastor again. You don't even need any church again. You can eat and rejoice. The Bible said in that night, dead knocked on his door. And when dead opened the door, he said to him, oh, you fool, your life is required from you. And his life was taken from him because he thought he could outgrow God's protection. He thought he could now leave god he thought he could now do without god and so they come to another time in your life that you need water in order to digest the things that you have eaten not just for the food but i need something that can take the food around my system something that can take it around my system you need a revival because some of you you look so weak when you have not eaten but the moment to take food into your body you find the strength so i don't just need jesus for the physical things i need to receive in life i need jesus for the spiritual things also because after the wealth is gone and after everything is gone after the car is gone after the clothes is gone after everything that i need and i want it in life is gone i'm gonna face jesus on the last day and if i am not revived and i don't have a connection with jesus and if my life is not renewed with jesus and if my name is not in the book of life all my properties will not save me on the last day so i need jesus to digest everything that i have and break the things that i have into nothing you need the word of god to break the word of god becomes like a teach that breaks every good food and big food to nothing you need to see the worldly things as nothing before you, you need to see the pleasures of the world as nothing the cars as nothing in order for you to be able to swallow and put water inside and tell God, give me the strength to live above the things that I see in the life, things that makes people to feel so big about themselves. Help me to live above them. Help me to live above the things that make people so popular and so pompous and think they don't need God again. Help me to live above these things that drags people to hell. And so the teeth becomes something that breaks the foot into nothing. And you need to listen to the word of God all the time so that you can see how inferior the things of the world Never are. Don't let anything tell you that you can't today do in without Jesus You will not even have people who wear this kind of clothes again because it will be so outdated. And let me tell you something. When your children look at the picture that we are taking today, they will feel so bad about us because we will look so ancient before them. I need to tell you that everything will pass away. The only thing that will stand short is Jesus because... He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so this is how foolish people are known. Foolish people are known by people who the things of life shift them from the real source of life. And the source of life is Christ, and you can never outdo Christ. You can never exhaust him. It's just like water. You can't fetch all the water that is in the ocean. No matter how much container you carry, you can't get it all from the place. Jesus is so sufficient that he can feed all of us. And nothing is lost in him. You can't do without him. You can't do without Don't ever let anything tell you that you can do without Jesus. You can't do without him. You can't even hold him with one hand. You need to hold him with two hands because he's so scarce. Jesus is so scarce, that's why some of the presidents are rich, but they don't have Jesus, it's so scarce. It's so scarce because somebody can have all the cars, but they don't have Jesus, it's so scarce. It's a gift that I have, it's a gift that was given to me, which I didn't buy, but it doesn't make it cheap, it, it's so precious. And so now I need him to just digest the things that I have. I need him to digest into my system until my system, how many of you eat ginger? there are some things that you eat ginger, garlic, when you eat most of those things it gets into every part of your system until even when you are sweating your sweat smells the garlic am I talking to somebody? I need God to get into all my system that my hand smells God my leg smells God, my body smells God, my head thinks God, because my problem is really with my head because sometimes you can be in the church and try to concentrate, but your head is thinking about some other thing and uh, you don't even understand how to concentrate with what is happening in the church because you are in the church, your legs are in the church but your mind is somewhere else I need my mind to so focus on God because the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is I want to so think about so much of God until it smells in the way I walk in smells in the way I do my things. I want God to so smell all over me i want him to get into all the parts of my body so that when i go out in the oh my god some churches are very funny they give people oil in case they have a problem and so when you go outside and you see a witch in the middle of the night you come back and look for your olive oil to go and sprinkle on the place so that you can go and ease yourself in case you don't have a toilet inside but i don't want to have a god that is inside the bottle i want to have a god that is inside of me so that when i don't forget my bottle i can't forget my god I, have a I don't know where I can talk to some people here. Who said, God, don't stay inside a bottle. Stay inside of me. And the problem is that I can always forget the bottle. I like forgetting things. I can forget my bottle anytime. I can forget the bottle. And I'm inside a plane. And when the plane wants to move, you are asked to pray some prayers. And here I am without a bottle. Who will protect me inside the plane without a bottle? I need God that I can put inside my spirit. Oh my God, a bottle is too inferior to carry my God. I need God to stay inside of me. Let me be a carrier of this God. I want to be a container that carries God. A young man wanted to cross the tire road, and uh, when he wanted to cross the tar road, he said to my brother, he was walking with my brother. He told my brother, I've forgotten my olive oil. I've forgotten my anointing oil. And my brother said to him, for what? He said, they gave him an assignment in church to be pointing it on the main road before he crosses and when he wants to cross back he points it again on the road and passes and my brother told him there's no problem you are covered you're working with someone that has been anointed the truth is that you don't need god to anoint the oil for you let him anoint you the anointing oil gets finished but when god is inside of me he doesn't get finished how i wish i can talk to somebody here I saw an accident. Somebody had so much accidents and uh, he was almost dead. And they were looking for a kerchief to tie his legs. And the kerchief we saw, the lady said, no, it's my mantle. I asked him, what's the meaning of mantle? He said, they gave him to him somewhere. And uh, they said, we want to use it to stop this girl from bleeding. He said, no, I can't use my mantle. Now the mantle has become a god to the sister. And uh, we have in, in ghana there are so many people who run to the market every day to buy tb joshua's water who don't even go to church they don't need god but they need a miracle from god i don't need god to stay inside the water i want him to stay inside of me because if the water gets finished then my god gets finished i don't i don't know sometimes problem happen when you are in inhaler is nowhere to be found i don't want i don't want oh my god i don't want i don't want trouble to strike me when i have finished my water that's why I want Jesus to digest into all part of my system until he can say to me, lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. He can say to me, wherever the soul of your feet shall tread into, it shall be given unto you so that he can tell me, and whatsoever thing you ask in my name, it shall be done. I want Jesus to be part of my system. In fact, as a matter of fact, I want to be lost in him until he will be found in me. And that is just in the digestion process because in the digestion process you start smelling the food that you eat. Start smelling the food that you eat and uh, be seated for just a few minutes. In the digestion process that's what happens and uh, now the water has to get into every part of your body. When the water has to get into every part of your body, some part of the water comes out through the sweat, like sweat when your body beats hot. When your body is hot, now the sweat comes out and makes your temperature to be okay. And now, you need to understand that I have something inside of me that can comfort me when I have trouble when you are a child of God, it doesn't mean that when you have God inside of you, you will not feel hot sometimes. It doesn't mean that when you have God inside of you, things will not try to be bad sometimes. But I have a well of water inside of me that can water the surface of me when the surface is passing through some problems. So all I need to do is get myself into some exercise and that which is inside of me will come out. That is why Paul said to Timothy, stay up the gifts that is inside of you, which I gave to you when I laid my hands on you. I need you to just do some exercise because there is an anointing inside of you. Some of you who are sitting down and you are lamenting, you don't even know that there is a deposit of God's blessing inside of you. So when the devil wants to kill you in the middle of nowhere, you need to remind the devil there is something inside of me and I'm a child of God. I can't save God and be frustrated by the devil. And the next part of it is that uh, the food Gets into two dimensions, one part is the West and the other part is the nutrients. And the same thing happens when somebody is dead. When somebody is dead, the body divides into two, one is the soul, and the other one is the body. The body is the West. and the nutrients becomes the soul. The two, none of it can do without God. So the West is already a West and now it's going to turn into the sun. But even on the burial day, he still needs God. They still have to call the church to pray for the body because the devil can get into the empty carcass and kill everybody in the family. There is no point of your life that you still don't need God because he was the one who started you from nothing and you can't even finish without him. That's why he said, I am the author and the finisher of your faith. If you have faith, I was the one who started the faith until the faith finishes, you can do without me can't do without me so when the body gets into the west you still need jesus you still need jesus when the accident happens and it tears somebody into two and the life is no more the nutrient need jesus the other part needs jesus because i tell people you can't run away from jesus if you run away from him and you don't even want to come to church the day you die that day you see the person you've been running away from you see him stand face to face with him you tell him and make an account of everything. You can't run away from him. You you need him at every step of your life. The moment death happens, we don't even understand that death sometimes can be so smart that it becomes like a twinkle of an eye. I was talking to a pastor who said he lost two of his children through a gunshot and they were just sitting down in the parlor and they were talking to him and there was riots all over and some bullets got in through the window and the two children as they were talking, they just got a bullet and they just opened their mouth and they died. Sometimes death can be so so fast that it does not give you any time to reconcile with friends. That's why I have to reconcile with whoever I am dealing with right now because I don't know when rapture is going to come. I don't know where death is going to come. You have to make up your mind with God now because you don't know when God will take away the body from the soul and make the body to go to the grave and take the soul back to his kingdom. I don't need to wait for another big program to give my life to Christ. I have to give my life to Christ anytime I have the opportunity because I don't know what the next minute holds for my life people call life untimely they when they see somebody who's 20 years 19 years 21 years going to the grave they feel that the life is untimely who sets the time you said life is untimely It's so untimely he died so untimely who sets the time you have to understand that it's a stopwatch the one who created the bed had set the time every game doesn't have the same closing time if you watch boxing boxing has about 12 12 rounds If you watch football, they have only two parts. They have the first half and the second half. They just have to play with two times. So I don't need to measure my life with some other person's life because I don't even know whether his own is boxing that he has about 12 chances to give his life to Christ. And I just have two chances. And some game, you just have only one chance, just like wrestling. The moment you are knocked off, you are knocked off. Some people don't even understand that. I don't need to follow my friends and do what he does because I don't even know whether he has too many chances to give his life to Christ. I may just get into the scene one time, carry the gun one time to the robbing, one time that abortion one time and i am caught that one time and i lose that opportunity i may not have the same lifespan the other person has i have to make sure every morning every night i reconcile with my god because if the rapture takes place in the evening i don't need to tell god i want to go back and give my life to christ i have to get ready because i have to get ready because i don't know when my life will be called upon i don't know we are all in the queue i came to tell you we find a city we are all in the queue and life doesn't call the oldest before he called the youngest life shovels who he wants to call and calls anyone he wants to call at any time and no matter how pitiful and how so wealthy your family is life can just call on somebody there I don't need somebody to tell me when to give my life to Christ. I don't need to tell somebody I will give my life to Christ. I'll be serious with God when I get married. Because I don't even know whether dead will wait for me to get married first. Or, or rapture will wait for me. Come on, let's talk about the realities of life. I'm not talking about the prophetic man. I'm talking about the reality. Because sometimes you can have God like Lazarus and still die young. Let's talk about the reality of life. Let's talk about the reality of life that there can be somebody who is dressed on purple and have everything. But there's one sickness that didn't look for his money but looks for his life. And the two of them died. When two of them died, this man was so rich but he neglected God when he was alive. He never wanted God. He never wanted anything to do with God. He was just on himself. He just wanted to do everything by himself. He was so rich that he doesn't allow poor people to get into his house. He, He thought he had everything and he had all the money the one thing that he lacked was that he lacked Christ. He didn't have Jesus in his life. And no matter the food that you have on the table, you need something that takes the food around your system. He didn't have Jesus. At the moment he died, he was found in the flames. The flame was more than the one the lighter can provide. The flame was so hot, it was more than what a stove can offer. It was more than what a gas cooker can give. It was more than what the foreigners can give. The person was so much inflamed that he was so tormented in flames, so tormented in such a way that he was looking for something to quench the thirst. And Jesus said, you can't do without me. If you ignore me when you are in the world, one day you'll ask about me. So the man started asking, I need some water. I don't even need all the messages. I don't need to listen to the message from the beginning to the end. I just want that part where they say, call Lord Jesus to come into your heart. I just need a drop of this water. I don't need all the food bottle. I know how it can quench the thirst. I need a drop of this water to quench my thirst and the water the man was looking for was Jesus he wanted something that can take him out of that place, it was Jesus but he never knew that the water can be so sufficient at some moment how many of you have too much water that you waste it in the bathroom and bath in the bathroom for two hours and sometimes there is no water to even quench your thirst in the middle of the night sometimes there could be so much water in the church and they are preaching and you have an opportunity to give your life to Christ and at all the time you are even looking for somebody to preach to you, to tell you about Jesus because at that time you are in the flames the man was in the flame i believe that he started asking him give me a bottle of water because the bible is always a summary they couldn't give him a bottle of water they argued with him he said okay give me a cup of water and they said to him you have exhausted all your timeline no repentance in the grave he said okay i don't want you to give me a cup of water again give me half a cup And they said to him, you have to understand that you are in hell. And you don't even need any water here. If you wanted water, you would have accepted the water when the water came to you. When the river of water was flowing towards your direction, you did not. You thought your money can satisfy you. You thought the girls could satisfy you. This is the thing that you needed in life. And the man started crying, I need some water because I am dying in flames. I need, I need some water. I don't even need much of it. Somebody should help me. I don't even need much of it. I need you to just open the water. Open the water and give me on the cover. And give me on the cover. Just bring it in the cover. And so that I can just put it on my mouth and just quench the test because I am dying in flames. I need some water. Somebody that is listening to me, if you fail to get Jesus, there will be a time that you'll be asking for this, 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 this. There'll be a time that you just ask for just a drop, a cover, a cover full of water. You need for a cover full of water to quench your thirst in hell, but it will not be found. And when the baguette was too much and he couldn't find just a cover of water, he start asking for a drop of water. He said, What I need you to do is just pick up a drop and run for me. And uh, if you run, come and meet me and the water had fallen off I will lick your fingers and Lazarus said do you remember me I was somebody that has sores in the leg I have wounds on my leg and sometimes I use my hands to scratch the sores on my legs and when I scratch the sores on my legs blood will come out and he said I don't mind what you did with your hand just give me a drop of water because I need something there is a place called hell There's a place called hell that you will beg to buy this for one million naira and it's not being sold, it's out of stock. You beg for this for one billion and it's out of stock. You beg for just this for everything in life and it's out of stock. There'll be a time that you ask God, I need you to give me a second chance and it's out of stock. We don't even understand that our timeline is running. When you celebrate your birthday, God is not adding to your life. It subtracting to the original life. Come on. How I wish I can talk to somebody. If you had 90 years and you're celebrating 55 years, 55 minus 90. Come on. And you know what it's been left. That's why David says, God, teach me how to number my days. Teach me how to number my days because I don't even understand. How many years? God will remind you of all the messages you've been listening to. God will remind you of all the things you have been hearing in church. God will remind you of every message you ignored. Every preacher that preached to you. God has taken note of all the preachers that have preached to you. God has gotten a message on every title that has been ministered to you. So if you still in your hearts and get into sin, there will be a time you'll be asking for just a drop. A drop of water. Let's be upstanding everybody. Just a drop of water. Just a drop of water to quench my thirst. Just just a drop of water. I don't know. See, one of the things that hell did to him was that hell disconnected his brain. And he didn't even know that one drop of water can quench anybody's thirst. But what he wanted was that he was so desperate to have Jesus. And the problem is that you can't do without Jesus. No matter how strong you are, you can't live without him. You can't even leave him. You can't live without him. You can't ignore him. He's so relevant that he can't be ignored by anybody. Whether you are a Muslim, whether you are a Christian, there will be a time... That you will struggle to mention this name. You will struggle to call on this name. You will struggle to admit this name. I don't know. One of the worst things the devil has done to academic sector in life. Is to make them feel that we have a choice. And that is to tell us that Christianity is a religion. Christianity is not a religion. I don't even understand what people call Christianity. Let them just call it Christ. It's not a religion. It's not one of the ways out. It's the only way out. So what the devil does is that the devil presents too many religions and make it look like man has a choice to choose one. And it man to feel that if you choose Muslim, you are alright. If you choose Buddha, it's alright. If you are a traditional priest and you choose the traditional religion, it's okay. If you are a Christian, then keep your Christianity for yourself. But we are a refiner city. And we don't care whether you are a Muslim or you are a traditional ruler or you are Buddha. When we say you, we preach to you because everybody will go to one heaven and one hell. And if you are not in heaven, then you are in hell. Close your eyes. I came to announce to somebody that if you miss heaven, you can't miss hell. I know one place that your money cannot take you out of. Your money can take you out of the prison. Your money can take you out of the hospital. Your money can take you out of every bad place. Your money can take you out of recession. But your money cannot take you out of hell. But your head, I'm true. I need somebody here who said, "I need this water now, now that I can drink a full cup, I need it." And Jesus said to that woman in John chapter four, "If you drink me, you'll not be thirsty again. You need to drink me now. Let me satisfy your test You need me now. I need to satisfy your test I need some people who said, "I thought I could do without Jesus. I thought I could do everything without him. I just need this water now." Now that I can kill a full cup, I need it. Now that it can be so relevant to me, I need it. When the thief on the cross saw that he had few hours to die, he said to Jesus, I thought I could do without you. I used to hear your crusade, I refused to come. I used to hear your preaching, I refused to repent. I heard when you met some disciples, I refused to come. the interview and all these things that you needed disciples, I thought I could do without you. But on the cross now, I've discovered that I need you more than ever. And he told Jesus on the cross, would you have a place for me in your paradise? I know I've wasted 12 years already, but can you have a place for me? I I need somebody who said, I know I've wasted some time, but God, can you have a place for me? Because I want to drink of this water. I need you to bow your heads. Close your eyes everybody. I want to drink this water. I want to drink this water something that can quench my thirst I need to drink I don't know what I'm talking to someone there's all if you're in cultism you need to run out of cultism and drink this water now that the water is surplus you need to run out of prostitution and drink this water you need to stop fornication and just drink now that we have water in excess you need to drink this water now that you can have this water all for yourself you need to drink this water now that the door of salvation is still open you need this water there'll be a time that this water will be fully spent and there will be no water you need this water i don't know how many people i'm talking to there is something you cannot do without and that is water i need some water something that can digest my system something that can make me hold again until even after you're finished eating you need water to take your bath something that renews who you are something that changes you something that makes you a new creature you can't do without this water, you can't do without the water Jesus says I am the living water, if you drink of me, you'll not be thirsty again, this is not about the church you attain, this is about Jesus, Jesus is more than a church, it's more than a religion it's more than a sector it's more than everything you can think of it's more than the political party you belong it is all that you need it's not an apc something it's not a pdp something it is god almighty where can you go and leave jesus where can you go and not need jesus where can you go and not need this jesus Abba, i need you jesus in my life i need some water i need some water i need people who want this water right now to come to the altar if you know you need jesus in your life run down to the altar right now run down to this swimming pool run down to this swimming pool you need jesus I need it to wherever you are. I need it to come right down. Right down, right down. Right down, right down. Come right down. Come right down. Come right down. Come over, come over. Come over, come over. Come over, come over. Jesus over, is more than enough. It's more than enough. It's more than enough. It's more than enough. It's more than enough. More than enough. I'm both shake the I'm waiting for somebody to run down to the altar. Keep running down. Keep running down. Keep running down. Hold on, everybody. One sad thing about water is that somebody can see you and you look alright, but they don't know how testy you are. You look alright, you're wearing a very nice clothes, you wear a very powerful clothes, your clothes is glittering, and your shoes are very costly, but they don't know how thirsty you are. I've seen people park their cars to drink water from the streets, I've seen people park their vehicles who are very expensive, and ask for water of tin naira to quench your thirst. Water does not respect how beautiful you are, how handsome you are, when you're thirsty, you're thirsty. I don't know whether there are some people here who their system is like mine i want to talk to somebody here i don't know whether your system is like mine that if i don't drink water i need water if i don't drink water i need to drink water because Sprite is not water to me fat is not water to me if i drink Sprite and, and i'm thirsty for water i still will need water to drink Some people just want to come to church in order to feel the space of Christ in their life. Sometimes they want to be in the choir in order to feel the space. But if you are not giving your life to Jesus, you are still testing. You are still testing. I have this altar ready for eight more people who want to come to the altar, who want Jesus in their life. Who said, "God, I don't want to play with you again. I want to take you serious in my life." Eight more people. I need to run down to the altar right now. Eight more people i need you to run down to the altar right now i need you to run down Eight more people Eight more people maybe this is just what the rich man was waiting for one altar call maybe the rich man was just waiting for one altar call one altar call one altar call to put him back to his place one altar call maybe he had no picture to tell him that there's a water that superseded all the water one altar call. There that needs this water. Who is there that needs this water? Somebody who said I will not look at how people are looking at me. I need that water. I'm going for the water. I'm going for the water to quench my thirst. I need some water. Close your eyes, everybody. Close your eyes. I need you to pray for yourself. I need to pray for yourself. Most times people get get filled with water because they are finished drinking water. But after some time, get thirsty like they've never drank water before in their life because they have backslided. They have lost the water that they drank i don't know how you are right now in the presence of god but some time ago you were on fire for god you were so much on fire but all of a sudden something has dried up the fire in you and now you're testing again and now you're looking for cheetahs again there is altar ready for you right now i need you to come right now to the altar and somebody you're listening to me under that place i need you to open your mouth and say god fill me with your water water if you're running to the altar do it faster if you're running to the altar do it faster do it faster do it faster do it faster faster. Mm -hmm. lift up your hands everybody Hands, everybody, what can you do without Jesus? Your beauty needs Jesus, I wanna run your academics need Jesus, I wanna run your love life needs Jesus, your family needs Jesus. Fill Everything you have needs Jesus Everything you need needs Jesus Lift up your hands everybody Lift your hands everybody Quietness in the house I need you to close your eyes I need you to close your eyes I need you to close your eyes, you close your eyes. It was some time ago in North a church where worshipping God like we are worshipping now. And the Muslims surrounded the church and set it on fire. The way people were worshipping God, the fire freezes them. And they were just like that. Sometimes a church full of 150 people were burnt down. And my concern is not just in the life that has been spent. Because life has always been temporary. You need to know that life is temporary. You can only have this life for years. 80 years, 100 years, 70 years, 60 years is temporary. But my concern has always been on the everlasting life, the one that has no expiring debts. And my concern in the church was, in that church of 150 people, now that they are appearing before God, how many will be on the right-hand side? How many will be on the right-hand side? How many will be on the left-hand side? Because everybody in the church may look so nice before the pastor. They may look so good before the pastor. They may look so great before the pastor. But how many of them look good before God? I give this altar to about five more people who want to join the altar right now. You know your presence, your relationship with God is not fine. You want to make things right with God. I need you to run down here. Everybody keep closing your eyes. I'm praying for you now. I need you to run down to the altar. You know your relationship with God is not very fine. You know you are living in sin. You know you are not very, very fine. You are a good pretender. Everybody feels that you are good, but God has something against you. I need you to run down here. Everybody else thinks everything is okay. They're right inside. No. A rapture takes place now. You won't go. You know it. Join us. Those ones who are already at the altar, I need you to say, Jesus, have come to your swimming pool. Make it a prayer. I need four more people. There are four more people there. God is talking to you. God is touching you. God is telling you to join us. Four more people. I can read the words of your heart right now. God is talking to you to join. Four. Join us. Four people. God wants you here. Run down. Don't be like the rich man that asked for the water. When the water has stopped flowing, run down. You're coming down for Jesus, not for anybody. You're coming down for Jesus. Two more people. I can read the handwritings of your heart now. God wants you to be here. Two more people. God wants you to be here. There's somebody you're listening to me. You have been arrested. As you are just standing there, you have been arrested. You cannot go back and live the way you were. You have been arrested. The same way God arrested Saul, you have been arrested. Somebody you're listening to me under the sound of my voice. God said, you have been arrested. The same way he arrested Saul, he has arrested you. You have been arrested. I need you to just come down to the altar right now. Come down. Close your eyes, everybody. I'm praying for these people now. They are special people before the Lord. This is why we have service every Sunday. We don't have service to nourish ourselves alone. We have service to get other people into what God is using to sustain us. One more person. One more person. One more person. As all the eyes are closed, one more person. As I'm praying for you now. Lift your hands up above your head. I'm praying for you now. There is one man you can do without. You can relocate and leave somebody who doesn't like you. If you are living in a compound and somebody, your landlord doesn't like you, you can relocate, go to another compound. But there's a man that if you ignore him in this life, in the life to come, you still see him. If you ignore him in the church, you will still find him when you are dead. You can't do without him. Who told you you can never do without? You can't do without Jesus. can't do without Jesus. The same Jesus. If you run away from him when you are young, you still meet him when you are old. He's the same. He won't be changed. People travel and leave the country when a particular president is on board. And when that president has been fired or has been voted out, they come back to the country. If you travel out where you are traveling to Jesus, he's still the king. When you come back, he's still the king. He won't get retired. He won't be changed. He won't be voted out of power. He is ever the same. I don't care who the president is we have only one king the president may be changed but our king is not changed and what the king wants to do is that the king wants to be a king of kings and the king of kings is that he wants all the people to accept Jesus and become kings because the moment you are living in sin you're a slave a slave to the enemy he wants you to be a king He wants you to be a queen so he can be called the king of kings I'm praying for you right now lift up your hands Father, I pray for the souls lifting up their hands now. I pray for them. I pray for their souls. I pray for their life. I pray now that the Spirit of the Lord that arrested me years ago. The Spirit of the Lord that arrested me. The Spirit of the Lord that found me. When I thought I was enjoying life. When I thought I had opportunity to live the way I like. When I thought I was no more under my parents, I can just go away and live the way I like. When I said I want to test life, I want to enjoy life, you arrested me. You changed my life. When I gave my life to you, Jesus, I thought I was doing you a favor. I didn't know that was the only way I could be better. Father, I pray for the souls. As they are kneeling down right now, fill them with that water of life. Fill them with that water of life. Say, Lord Jesus, Come into my heart, be my Lord, be my Savior. Fill me, Lord, with the living water. Write my name in the book of life. I want to stand for you, Lord. I don't want to kneel down here, stand up and go back to sin. I want to be your child. In Jesus' name I pray. Father, transform their lives, change them. Renew them and make them who you want them to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Lift up your hands, everybody. You can go back to your seat. Lift up your hands, everybody. Father, I pray for every hands lifted up now. Pray for the people that are lifting up their hands. I declare that the Spirit of the Lord will fill us. We shall never run dry of this water. We shall always be refreshed. We shall always be refreshed. We shall always be refreshed. Are you sure you are lifting up your hands? We shall always be refreshed we shall always be refreshed we shall be refreshed when troubles of life come let the water get us refreshed in Jesus name we pray